0: I'm Derek Thompson, the host of the podcast, Plain English. We tackle technology, politics, culture, history, everything that's happening in the world and why it matters. New episodes of Plain English drop every Tuesday and Friday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This
1: episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world.
2: Hello and welcome to It Was All A Stream. I am so excited to be here. And I am talking Real Housewives of Miami with my boy, Zach Peter. Zach, how is it Jealousy. going?
0: So good. Riveted after the first four episodes of Miami. Like, this is how we start a season off strong.
2: Oh my gosh. If, this, if these first four seasons are any indication about what the rest of the season is going to look like, I think we're in for a treat like this was amazing reality tv
0: we're just getting started i feel like the lisa and lenny stuff is like we've just reached the tip of the iceberg and now like especially with everything we've already heard about like what's gone down with lenny since then that i just i I can't wait for it to all unfold
2: I know. It's crazy. Um, But you guys, you're listening to It Was All A Stream on the Ring of Reality TV feed. And we have so much more coming to you. There is so much good streaming reality content that we are going to be covering. And Zach, you are going to be there for it all. What, What do we have coming down the pipeline?
0: Well, we have the new season of The Circle that's about to return on Netflix, which I'm really excited about because I remember watching it when it first came out and I was a big fan of The Circle. So I'm excited because now we have a little bit of a twist this season. Now it's singles only. So... We're going to probably see a little bit of, of not just like having to, to be friendly in the circle and make friends, but I think there's going to be a little more of a dating element to it, which combines the love of competition shows with dating. And then furthermore, you know, we love Housewives, Brandy Glanville, and a few other Bravo stars are going to be on Traders, which is going to be coming out on Peacock in January and that looks super exciting. Um, we have like Reza from Shots of Sunset. We have uh, Kate Chastain from Below Deck. We have Kyle Cook from Summer House. We have Ari from The Bachelor. So a lot of good reality stars and some some unknown names that are also thrown into the mix. We have to find out who the traders are in the group. And I think, I think it's going to be really good.
2: Oh my God, I love that. Um, you just said Kate Chastain's name and there's no news of the week on this show, but I just saw she is pregnant. So pregnant. congrats, Kate. And yeah, I'm looking forward to traders. That show looks I have no idea what it's about. I think it's a British like show. Um, but I'm definitely excited to see what what it what it all has in store and to hear all your thoughts it on it. Good. It's gonna be fun. It
0: it looks good. It's basically a bunch of people in like a Scottish mansion. Hosted by Alan Cumming, coming and basically they have to compete with each other and try to win money. And there are secret traders in the group that are killing them off each week. So they have to like figure out who's killing everybody. So it's kind of like a murder mystery.
2: Who done it? I love it. Who done it? Um. Well, let's get back to our girls in Miami. I mean, I-, I have been not so much looking forward to it because I've seen Real Housewives of Potomac and they're in Miami and. Zach, I don't know about you, but this Miami seems so much different than the Potomac Miami that they're experiencing.
0: Oh, totally. They're not getting caught at that Peter Thomas restaurant that they went to. Like, they're not like these, these ladies know how to do Miami right. Yes. And nobody's getting kicked out of any rental houses either. Potomac's great this season, but I feel like Miami really is, as Alexia says in her tagline, bringing the heat this season.
2: It is. Now, speaking of taglines, I'm curious, like, do you have a favorite tagline? Or, or just even overall, like, who are your favorites? Who do you like on the cast of Miami? Like, where do you stand?
0: It's so interesting. because I feel like the first season I really liked. I mean, I obviously love Alexia, love Marisol, love Adriana, just because those are like the originals. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Uh, I mean, and I liked Larsa coming back, but I feel like this season, I'm really liking Gertie. I used to, I like Dr. Nicole last season, not as much this season. Um, I feel like my, my ideas are, are definitely shifting in terms of like the women and how I'm feeling about them.
2: Okay. I like everyone except for Julia and Audrey. Oh, my gosh, She's the worst. <laughs> she's
0: literally the worst. I'm like, what? Oh, I don't care about her chickens. I don't care about her no. goats.
2: No. I, I like everyone except for those two. And I mean, just from their style, their homes, their children, their opulence, like everything. But as far as taglines go, um, I was looking through the list and reading it and then also how they deliver it. I'm gonna be a little bit biased and go with Dr. Nicole Martin. Um, I'm a pro at rules of engagement, and I have a ring to prove it. Um, what I am related, I would have put her to, in my
0: bottom too.
2: You know what, Zach? It's because I'm engaged now and. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. <laughs> you just love flexing the ring. Yeah, it's a it's gorgeous just like,
2: ring. And I have the ring to prove it. So that is um, my favorite. I also actually really liked Lisa's, which is you can try to take my castle, but you will never steal my crown. I feel like that's a direct shot to Lenny's mistress um, of, of you are not taking this home. I am staying that's here. That's so funny.
0: Those are my bottom two. <gasps> ah! Or no... Bottom three. I think my bottom, like the total garbage, throw it in the garbage with the sprinkle cookies is Julia's. For sure. When the chicks fly the coop, it's time for the mama bird to spread her Like it just, it doesn't flow. It's too long. It's dumb. I mean, and I think Lars is right. She's a weirdo. Lars called yes. her weirdo and she owns it and she embraces it. And I agree. Um, I think my favorite tagline is probably Lars's hate Hers all you want because if I were you, I'd hate me too. And I'm just like, Yes, it's very Lisa Barlow vibes. It's very, you know,
2: sounds like a song, just, or maybe it's how you yeah. delivered it. If yeah. I were meet, no, it is a song.
0: If I were you, you? I'd want to okay. be me too. The, what like is that? It? Who's the girl? That- the what is her name? Megan Trainer, yeah, I was yeah. like, she's on TikTok now. Megan Trainer,
2: yeah, yeah. It, it's very poppy. I like, I do like Lars's. It has a good ring to it. Um, but I mean, even you know, Alexia is very in Miami. The sun brings the heat, but I bring the fire. It's very Kyle Richards of Beverly Hills in this town. But um, yeah, I mean, I was so excited to first see all the women. This is like a huge. Level of opulence. I think Beverly Hills brings like wealth, but I don't know, Miami's wealth is, is different. And, and, and I also think it's just how like the peacock treatment is, like how they shoot the show is beautiful.
0: I think Peacock compared to Bravo. I mean, love Bravo, but I'm glad that we're transitioning some of that content over to Peacock because even when you look at Ultimate Girls Trip, like just the way it's shot, like Dorinda's Bluestone Manor, the way we saw it on Real Housewives of New York compared to the way we saw it on Ultimate Girls Trip, I was like, what is this estate? It is huge. Like we never saw it like that on on Housewives of New York. So it's I'm enjoying the Peacock production for sure.
2: Yeah, I was like, did she add on to this or has this always been here? But yes, I agree. Um, but like, let's just go ahead and dive into the drama. Who do you want to hit up first? We have Let's 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 get into the Lisa and Larsa of it all.
0: That okay. weird
2: fight about um, I know I'm jumping around in this outline, but this weird fight about mortgages and home ownership and all that so um, in the first episode Lisa has a little Kiki with Marisol and Kiki um, who is an amazing friend of I might add um, at Marisol's house and they just you know are just talking and gossiping and Lisa has some type but she saw something online about like if you live here then this means X about you type of a thing which you know I've seen that about things in LA like if you live in the part of L.A., then you're, you know, a hipster. Whatever. Um, But she made a comment. And they're usually accurate. And they usually are very accurate. (laughs) Um, She made a comment about something she heard about Larsa's condo um, in Miami, which was um, it's where the pimps and hookers and OnlyFans people live, or something along those lines. Which... (laughs) It's a jab, I guess. Like, okay, whatever.
0: Well, I think she later clarified that it was only, only fans, people that lived yes. there, and she added in the hookers and the pimps and you know all those other
2: embellished. All those,
0: yeah, she embellished it way uh, a lot. Not even embellished. That was a bit of a. She definitely stretched that one out. But I feel like it wasn't that. Like it was a. It was like a. It was like a meme account. Like it's. Yeah. It's like overheard LA that like. I don't know. I think it's cheeky. It's not like she was saying, oh my God, or the way Larsa took it, whereas when Larsa was like, welcome to the ghetto, and, and yeah. she's like, why would you call it the ghetto? And she's like, isn't that what you said about my apartment because this is where the pimps and the hookers live? I mean, I well, it depends on... <laughs>
2: I mean, if we're talking about pimps and hookers where Larsa may live, I would think they're pretty upscale pimps and hookers to live in such a nice
0: condo. Yes. High class. Uh, Yes. High class hookers. We're not getting laced drugs. We're getting, you know. We're getting some some breaking bad quality. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yes. Um, however, I will say, like, when Lars was getting ready for that party and they were talking to that like really weird douchey guy, I was like, oh, kind of fits with what Lisa's (laughs) maybe saying about this place. And in the moment, though, Lisa like right away knew like I probably shouldn't have said this. Like she looked kind of shocked that the ladies weren't laughing with her. Um, and was like, oh my God, please like. Don't make this a thing. And yeah. um, it was she a thing. knew she
0: caught it in the moment. She's like, I know this is gonna be a thing. Don't say this to Larsa. I want to be the one to tell her. And then, of course, Kiki doing you know her best, yes, which is her job as a friend of wanting to comfort that mojito she went and she told Larsa and then Marisol confirms it which we never really got to see Kiki put in the hot seat for that. I feel like Marisol took the heat when Larsa actually confronted Lisa but I didn't think it was that bad of a jab.
2: Yeah, I didn't think it was a bad jab either. I think the worst of it was when Larsa basically said you don't do anything like Lenny pays for your life. I think that was more of an insult than um, what Lisa jokingly said. "Um, And but yeah, and you know, Larsa owns it. She calls herself Petty Pippin, which I loved. And she says, if you come for me, I'm going to come hard. And I have no excuses. I have no bark. I am all bite. And I appreciate that in a housewife.
0: But I feel like Lisa was her friend. This is where I yeah. think Lisa has a point to saying that it's deeper than that, that comment. Because I would understand her being a sniper to another woman on the cast that she's not as close with but lisa was her girl so for her to immediately put the venom on lisa and to dig in as hard as she did like it's one thing to say well i've heard that you have a mortgage or i heard you rent out your house but then the other the deeper digs that she took into her marriage and she took into her kind of just being a trophy wife like she hit lisa where she knew it was gonna hurt and i'm cool with that when you're not like Thick as thieves, you know, when you're yeah. not besties, and I feel like she is upset that Lisa didn't have her back at the reunion. I think Lisa has a point about that.
2: Yeah, I think she definitely has a point about about New York. I love that they can't say the reunion; they have to say when we were in New yeah. York, <laughs>
0: even though um, they're like in the dressing rooms yeah. in the back. Va- yeah.
2: Um. But yes, you know, I, I, I did appreciate Larsa though, just trying to end it and be like, okay, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Can we please move on? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Lisa, like not letting it go. Like a dog with a bone, just going around the party at, you know, Lars's New Beginnings party, going around saying how she's so upset, talking about how oh, Kiki started it and Kiki this. And Gertie's like, oh my God, enough with Kiki. Like I'm over it. Can we please just have fun? And then even Lisa getting jealous that... Larsa's having fun with Adriana and just like that she's not having fun with Larsa. It's like Lisa was a lot at that party.
0: She was just a lot in all four of these episodes. Yes. Like, I don't want to say I know why Lenny left her now, but because, like, <sighs> Lenny's a monster, but, like, let's trust Lisa is very annoying a lot of the time. And this, like, shows, like, I just feel like she's also very performative in the sense, mm-hmm. of, like, she keeps going and talking about it and making it a thing. And it's like, we probably wouldn't be talking about your mortgage for four episodes if you didn't Kept make it such it a thing. If you would have yeah. just dropped it with the shot.
2: Yeah. I dropped it with the shot. I mean, yeah. And it comes up again at um, Alexia's beautiful, I guess, wedding reception ceremony thing. Um, And then it also, again, at the dog party, which I love a dog party. Um...
0: (laughs) I hate a dog party. I was like, this party is so stupid. I'm glad the dogs are peeing on everybody's very expensive handbags at the beach.
2: I will say I had a first birthday potty potty like Larsa at the beach in Malibu for my beautiful dog Kobe. So I can appreciate when we all get together for the love of dogs. Um, It really touched my heart, and I I need I need (laughs) that I need that little let's potty sign. I'm gonna do it again for Kobe's ace birthday next year. Um Are anyways, goats invited. No goats. When that goat had butted the dog, I would have kicked it. Like
0: <laughs> I was like, y'all better watch your dogs <laughs> That is, that goat is coming for everybody. Not okay. We would have he, We would the, have the had... goat was eating the charcuterie platter like The goat was doing the most.
2: No goats allowed. Dogs only. Um, But yeah. And so they finally drop it at the party, which was nice to see like, okay, we could finally have some resolve. But I mean, just like the whole thing in itself. I was just sitting there while they were fighting throughout the first four episodes. And like, does Lisa think having a mortgage is bad? And then I had to check myself. I was like, is having a mortgage bad? I think everyone has a mortgage. Like, I just understand why she was so angry about it.
0: I I don't know what it is or why people get so sensitive about mortgages. You know, I remember even, you know, for a while, Ronald Richards on Twitter was like coming at some of the Beverly Hills housewives. He's like, Lisa Rinna has a mortgage. And I'm like, well, like it's kind of standard for people to have Mortgages. Um, so to me, I don't think it's that deep, but I do think Lisa made an interesting point of being like, oh, well, she's trying to insinuate that I can't afford the lifestyle that I actually have. And so I think the implication is that if you have a mortgage, then that must mean that you couldn't afford to buy your house cash. I think it's, I think people have mortgages for many different reasons. um And like, it's has not life. that big of a deal. Yeah. It's fine. And he was
2: just on Watch What Happens Live. He says he has too. Like, does that make me think Andy is poor and living beyond his means? No. <laughs> like, no. So, yeah. it's good. I, I just thought it was interesting, but I will say what I also really enjoyed, and Bravo and Peacock have, like, a really good way of, you know, weaving and threading the, like, foreshadowing of what's to come. And um, when they had the beach day, Larsa and Lisa both weren't at the beach day when they had, like, the cabanas and stuff, and it was, like, super windy. And the women were talking about the fight. Everyone was there except for Lisa and Larsa. And the women were just bringing up, you know, like, yeah, why is Lisa so mad? And then sort of talk about Well, maybe Lisa just doesn't know. Like, maybe she doesn't know she has a mortgage. Maybe she doesn't even know if her name's on the deed. Like, she should look into that. Like, because Alexia and I... Who else was it? It was Alexia and Adriana were saying how in their divorces, they realized after the fact that their husbands even have their name on the homes. And here we are today, and Lisa and Lenny are still going through litigation about who could stay in that house that they have, that they had together, their marital home. And so I I found it to be like a really interesting conversation and just like kind of like a tip of the hat to like what's to come um, when the women were talking about like, does she even have her name on the deed? Like she should look into that.
0: The crazy thing is it's like this was being filmed this is being filmed prior to the divorce even happening. Yeah, like, this is literally just like in the weeks leading up to it, uh, and obviously, like they film so much and they only show what you know makes sense for the storyline down the line. So it's all it's all foreshadowing. Um, but I just it is really interesting. But I also think people don't realize how common that is in these very wealthy relationships, in these very wealthy marriages. How the guy just will keep the women in the dark, and she doesn't care, and she doesn't ask questions, and she has her 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 Amex, and as long as it doesn't get declined, it and even Marcus, like she's fine, and she doesn't care if there's a mortgage or not until somebody approaches her, and then she's like, I mean, look at how often we've seen happen on Beverly Hills. We saw it with Sutton, where she was like, I didn't know I had what was it a baseball <laughs> a team? Baseball, like, I didn't know I minor even had a baseball, baseball team, team yeah. a minor league baseball team. And so you know, and that's why, like with Erica Girardi or all these other housewives, where they get into these divorces, and then you later find out, Teresa Judice that the husband was doing all of these crazy, scandalous things and maybe wasn't being the cleanest with the money. I think as the divorce goes on, we're probably going to find a lot more about Lenny and you know, maybe some of his shady dealings.
2: Oh. I, you know, look forward to it. I look forward to the demise of Lenny Hochstein. I can't stand that man. Drives me crazy. He is
0: garbage. He needs to get off social media. I don't know if you saw his posts over the weekend, but he is just like going so hard at Lisa right now. And I'm just like, you need to stop.
2: He needs to go crawl into a hole. Anyways, we will get there. We will get to how horrible Lenny is. But let's talk about another marriage. Um, We have Julia and Martina. Uh, And Julia is having like, seemingly like an identity crisis. She's, you know, feeling really lonely in her life right now as her kids have left the coop. And she is trying to fly. Um, And, you know, it's, I think it's probably something that's super relatable to a lot of like older women that have kids and, and, and who are like out of the home and whatnot. Um, I feel like my mom would be so happy to finally have my brother out of the house and to not have children in her home anymore. So maybe my mom can't relate, but what are your thoughts about everything that's going on with Julia and even with Martina, like their marriage seems to be in a, 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 a transitional place, I guess.
0: I mean, I think Martina finally realizes that Julia is a weirdo and she's like, I can't I can't deal with you. I'm gonna go skiing the week this weekend. Um, it's interesting to see how much like Martina wants to get away from Julia, but like you know, and and Julia is clearly craving family. But I think it's interesting. I think a lot of couples fall into this rut of realizing like the kids were what what was keeping them together, or at least keeping the family unit together. And then when the kids are gone and it's just the two of you, like then you have to deal with yourselves. And I think when you've been in a in a long term relationship like that, you haven't had to be with each other in a really long time. And I think as you go through that transition with any sort of transition, obviously this is like a grieving process for them because they're grieving the loss of their children being in the house and growing up and getting left behind. And and so I think that also changes you. And so I think, you know, I don't know if distance and spending a lot of time apart is necessarily the healthiest thing for their marriage. Because I feel like the more space that they have, the more they're going to continue to grow apart.
2: I think, too, like, why not go to Aspen with Martina? Like, why not do some of these trips now that you can, now that you don't have to worry about, you know, getting your daughter to school or whatever? Like, why not, like, participate a little bit in what she's into now? And, you know, it's a little bit, you know, give and take. And Martina taking, you know, interest in the goats and the eggs and that type of stuff too. But like, I just don't understand. Like you could now just go when you want to with her t- on these trips. Maybe you don't like to ski, but I love a good ski lodge. Like it just, it's, it seems like there's a little bit of compromise that needs to be happening. Um, that I'm not really sure Julia is like fully there yet. Um, but again, like she's, I, I, uh, I, I this marriage drama is interesting to me, but like she's not someone that I like gravitate towards or like I'm excited for her solo home scenes, you know
0: I'm not excited for her solo home scenes. I'm tired of the chickens. I don't care about a goose egg versus a duck egg versus a chicken egg. I just i can't i'm 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 with martina i don't I like Martina less than Julia, but right now, I like Martina quite a lot. <laughs>
2: All right well then we'll go ahead and switch over to nicole dr nicole who i actually really like i love her lifestyle i love her clothes i love the mansion i love the cars her husband or fiance looks like um that like instagram bro dan Blazarian. is that his name yeah yeah it, it, doesn't he look like him
0: i know who you're talking about yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: it's like kind of creepy. So like that kind of stresses me out because like I always think like bad things associated with that man. But I really like Dr. Nicole. I will say I'm extremely jealous of her $100,000 engagement party budget. Um, So what is her wedding going to look like? <laughs>
0: like, I, I like that that's like a reasonable. He's like, okay, hey, let's like keep it to like $100,000. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So that's within reason. Got
2: yeah. it. I was like, can I have a fraction of that please um but yeah so i actually really like her and i i i find her story with her father to be interesting um and the experience that she had growing up with you know growing up wealthy and then realizing that your father is like a drug like lord or like something like that and him going to prison and taking all your wealth um so I think coming back from prison and seemingly not to change whatsoever and like having that same playboy mentality as a senior citizen male. Um, I find that to be so interesting and I kind of disagreed with Alexia when she was talking in her talking head about like, Nicole just needs to get over it. Your parents are your parents. Like it's the, I think she said the Hispanic or the Cuban way of just like leaning into it and just respecting them no matter what. and. I'm not of that mindset. Um Nicole's father, I-, I think he should be very lucky to even have a relationship with his grandson and that uh, that she allows for that. Like I find him to be so toxic and so like not okay. How 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 do you see things playing out with her and her dad?
0: I, I guess I'm somewhere in the middle of like, I get where Alexia is coming from. I, and I even get where uh, Nicole's mom is coming from of like, you know, this is these are your parents and you kind of just have to accept them as they are. But I look at it from the lens of like, you have to accept them as they are or else you're constantly going to have conflict and you're constantly going to be disappointed by them. So yes, accept them where where they're at, but also learn how to set boundaries to protect yourself, right? And so sometimes that means having a bit more of a superficial relationship because, you know, it, maybe they're a great grandparent and it seems like he has a good relationship with Nicole's kids that I think there's a... a a bit of a, a medium that they can reach. Um, but I also, I can see where Nicole's mom's like, you're a lot like your father. And so this is why you guys bump heads. And so I think if Nicole can just be like, my dad's trash and I need to accept that he's never gonna you know perform at the level that I need him to perform as a father, but at least I can see him as just somebody that is going to be part of my life because I'm choosing to let him be somewhat part of my life. But we have boundaries, right? you can come over, but your girlfriend's not allowed. And if you don't want to come, then fine. Then you're, the invite is always going to be open to you, but you don't have to come over because you're not respecting my boundary. And so, you know, I think she can just accept that he's, you know, a garbage playboy man <clears throat> and that, you know, they're probably not going to have a deep relationship, but at least she can know who he is and understand who he is and set her expectations, you know, accordingly.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think she definitely needs to... Does she go to therapy over her fault? Fo- like, she needs... They are maybe, like, together. Like, they need something to, like, kind of help.
0: I don't think he'll do therapy. Well, she needs to... I don't think he'll to... ever engage. She should do therapy. She should, to help um, with those boundaries that you're helpful. talking about.
2: Yes, definitely.
0: Um, and also help her check some of the behaviors that she's mirroring of her father's. Otherwise, she's going to put that onto her children as she gets older.
2: Because she felt really receptive to that when her mom was saying, like, you could be mean. Like, is she... She seemed to like actually like hear that and understand that and was like actually sad that, you know, her she makes her mom sad, you know. Um, but yes, but before we move on to the main event, which is Lenny and Lisa, I do want to hit on something that I noted in the outline. Um, I really loved Alexia's like ceremonial reception party on the yacht with Todd like that was really beautiful and it seems like they are so happy I really enjoy Alexia I really like her um and her family life is so I mean she's she's a perfect housewife and just like yeah like everything that she brings in is just so interesting and like she's very open about it too like it's not like she's hiding anything she's very open and something that you know, was brought up at the reunion in New York. Uh, last season was what happened with her son, um, Peter, and the domestic violence um, arrest. And come to find out, at this wedding reception, Peter brings this girl that was from the domestic violence arrest as his date, and he's still seeing her. And I was so blown away by that, and like shocked, and felt like Alexia's perspective on it is so validated and valid and just like i saw this girl who was drunk and if their story is to be true which it seemingly is like and he was trying to like not let her drive home drunk cuz she was too belligerent and maybe grabbed her or whatever and saw my son have to go in a hospital or in a in a police car and in handcuffs and have to get him out of jail and all these things and like Now I still see him with this girl that was responsible for all of that. Like, it's hard for me as a mother. Like, I can't see her, even though he's in love with her. I can't see her past what she put him through. And like, I was just blown away.
0: I... (sighs) I mean, I think it's really, I don't think they're in love. I think it's lust, it's infatuation, it's something, but I definitely Marisol, don't think that it's love.
2: Marisol first said dick-whipped, but, oh, yeah. dick <laughs> like, dick but she meant pussy Oh, yeah, She's like, he's
0: dick-whipped, but um, she meant pussy-whipped. And at first I was like, yeah, that makes sense. He's dick-whipped. I'm like, wait, that means there's, a, a, is there, are we missing something? Yeah. <laughs> is there someone else in the picture? Um But no, so from what I remember of the arrest, it was the allegations were that he was holding her hostage and she was trying to leave and he was uh, keeping her from leaving and that there was some sort of physical, domestic something that occurred because she had marks on her Mm -hmm. and the neighbor or someone that lived in the complex is the one that called the police. It okay. wasn't actually her. Okay. It was somebody else that called saying, hey, I hear this girl screaming. She's trying to leave. He won't let her leave. I saw her try to go out the front door. He grabbed her and pulled and pulled drug her back into the apartment. Um, this is all based off of my recollection. I haven't looked at, at uh, the report in a while, but that's what I remember happening. So I can understand how you know, in his head, he's like, oh, well, she didn't really do anything. She was just, you know, drunk and being erratic. And the neighbor is the one that called and caused this issue that, and because she was screaming, I know. So I can see how he can maybe in a very toxic way rationalize it and be like, this is okay. She didn't mean to do that. Cause that's, you know, when we're in these toxic codependent relationships, I feel like that's what we do. We try to make excuses and try to put blame elsewhere. Um, And I just, I, I don't know. He doesn't make the best choices, but now I understand why Alexia was so defensive at like the reunion. Mm -hmm. Or I remember when I interviewed her and I was like, congratulations, the charges were dropped. And she's like, well, they weren't charges. They were allegations. Uh And I was like, well, they were charges that were dropped based off of allegations. But yes, you're right. You know, um, they are just allegations but so but i can see how like as the mama bear you want to protect him mm-hmm. but i get her conflict of being like i remember when you know my mother or my parents were displeased yeah. with the relationship and it further pushed us apart so i think she's put in a really interesting position and i also think like you know being she's she's cuban right being cuban i think it you know that element of um you know that mama bear protection, I think is just a lot harder in, you know, these Hispanic cultures. I know I come from a, you know, a Hispanic background, Hispanic family. So I, I understand where she's coming from. Um, and I know she means well, but I just, I feel like it's hard because it's like he's made so many mistakes. Like, at some yeah. point, you have to let your kids grow up and make their mistakes. But, like, he just keeps making mistakes that, like, you want to shake him, too.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, she's love,
0: a, a, I, I love Frankie. Let's just keep Frankie around.
2: Uh, Frankie was so sweet and just, like, flirting with all the women. He was so cute. Um,
0: I love that he told her not to fight. He's like, when you go to the beach today, <laughs> no fighting with the other women.
2: Yeah. He was so... Su- I, I love Frankie, too. I love... I, I, I just love Alexia. Like, there's everything about her I find to be so, like, wonderful and luxurious and just... She's and stunning. Like, everything about her. But she is a bigger woman than I am because I would not have let Peter... Bring that girl as his
0: date to my wedding. Like I to the wedding. I know. Like it
2: just no. But she, I
0: think that would have caused more conflict. It
2: would have, right? which is why she's would better have than like, me.
0: I'm not going. Yeah, he's he would be like then I'm not going, and then that would have been more stress for her. So I think she was just like, let me just suck it up, let me not even look at this bitch, and let me focus on my day and my moment because I'm happy, and as long as she doesn't cause drama, I'm gonna relish in my moment.
1: Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. This episode is brought to you by State Farm.
2: Lenny and Lisa. Lisa and Lenny. My goodness. um, You know, they filed for divorce back in May. And we have been seeing this play out over the summer where it's Lenny is dating this new Australian young 20-something year old model. Uh, I remember a report that Lisa and Larsa rolled up to a club to fight her. Um, there, so we have seen and we have heard rumblings and rumors about everything that was going on and we have known that the cameras were there to record it all so now we finally get to see it play out and we learned so much and I really appreciate it in these first like three episodes and then obviously in the fourth episode we have the like I think the maybe worst hot mic moment ever in Bravo like there's been a lot but this one might take the cake um But I I really loved the like flash forwards that they did at the end of each episode where it was like, you know, two, three weeks later, the divorce headlines, and then five weeks, you're going to get out of this house, whether the police have to drag you out or not. Like, so it was just like, really like, you know, leaving us these breadcrumbs that just wanted us to keep watching. Um, But we see so much and Lisa just seemed very, what's the word? Just, rose-colored glasses about it all. Like, when we hear her talking about her relationship with Lenny and how it stands in the current moment, she seemed very like, everything is great. Like, we go through ups and downs, and right now we're in an up. Like, we are at a high. And when she's talking to Julia at her pool party about, you know, we don't divorce. That's something his mom always told us, is we don't divorce. Um, we are We are dating each other. Like, all this stuff. And so you're watching it, And it's just so sad because we know the inevitable is about to happen. What was your overall takeaway about, like, literally everything with with the two of them?
0: I think she saw the writing on the wall. And I think she's so focused on image that she she knew she was lying when she was saying all of these things. I don't know if it's so much that she believed it herself or she just wanted to convince everybody else that her marriage really is this perfect and they are really great because I mean the writing's on the wall he's working out and he's not banging you he's he's doing this for someone he literally cannot be bothered by you and is constantly snapping at you and yelling at you and you would just think you know now that he's putting more effort into how he looks, he would want, you know, to make sure that he's investing in his relationship because he's feeling a little more confident. He's feeling a little better about himself. But now we know he just he was ready for a new wife. He was ready to trade her in for a new Tesla. So I feel like the writing was on the wall and I think she was either willfully ignorant or just trying to craft the image so that her marriage didn't crack in front of the cameras. And obviously he did not care about that. But you can see that he kind of played that up too. Oh completely. I mean, aside from the moments, aside from the moments where we catch him snapping at her. And obviously they show him a lot on his phone, which oh, yes. I think is more convenient editing to make it look like he's more disassociated than maybe he actually is. Um But you can tell he's playing into that as well. And the only way we know that he's, you know, seen somebody else is because we have this hot mic moment.
2: Yeah. I mean, I definitely thought like there were moments where I was like, oh, this is actually really sweet. Like even, I mean, he it was getting on my nerves with like the whole like wine cellar thing, trying to fix it. But like even her making the Russian dinner and like, he seemed like really nice and like happy to have his mom and his wife cooking dinner and like all that stuff. Like the, the the romantic dinner in the backyard was going really, really nicely until the nanny broke her arm. Like it was a really sweet dinner. He seemed to be really happy with her and like listening to her. And yeah, he was on his phone again. Like I think that is, to be expected of, like, a plastic surgeon or a, like, man about town. Like, I, I didn't think he was texting his girlfriend in those moments. Maybe I'm being naive. But, like, I, I just... I, I was really thrown no, off. No, a guy I,
0: like that has a burner phone. He has yeah. other ways that he's staying. He's not Talking texting it. her from the main yeah. line. Yeah,
2: so, like... The, he
0: has a Tom Girardi flip phone. <laughs> somewhere.
2: So, like, I was just, like, yeah, totally caught off guard by it. But I think, as you mentioned, the first red flag is him getting into really good shape. Eating well, working out. He did like, what did she say? Your face looks tighter. Like he looked snatched. (laughs) Like he did. Yeah. And Kiki said it herself. She notes like, if you guys aren't doing it and this man is working out a lot, like that sex drive goes up when you work out a lot. And if you're not getting it, he's, he's giving it to someone. Giving it
0: to someone else. Yeah.
2: And we, and we hear that in the hot mic moment. Um, As I mentioned, like, I thought it was really sweet when they were talking about, you know, Lisa wanted to, like, lean in more about their Jewish heritage and, like, talking about her relationship with his mom and how she has a poor relationship with her mother, um, and whatnot. And, you know, again, like, as I mentioned, like, fast forwarding to episode four, or was it four when they had the romantic dinner? Was that three or four? Um, I think that was three. Three. So when they had the romantic dinner in the backyard, like, it seemed really nice. And I mean, the food looked amazing. Oh, you don't, you disagree. You disagree.
0: I disagree. I don't buy it. I feel like, especially when, I feel like this is kind of like, even though it's technically season five, it's kind of like a season two, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were on break for so long. Mm-hmm. They're with Peacock now. It's very different. The show's very different. So I think what happens a lot in A Housewives second season is there's a bit more of a smoke and mirrors and there's a bit more of a performance. And I think the biggest indicator that Lisa is very performative is the way she reacted to Larsa bringing up the mortgage, which we learn yeah. is not a mortgage. It's a line of credit and it's never been used and blah, 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 blah. But... I think the way she kept, like, bringing it up, stretching it out, being, like, so distraught about it, I think tells me that she knew the writing was on the wall and she, I don't think she ever thought he would have left her. I don't think she ever thought that he was cheating on her and I don't think that she thought he would divorce her while they're filming like that. But... Mm-hmm. Um, and i think that's why she felt the need to like let's do these big extravagant dinners because you can even tell he's like when do we ever do this we never she's yeah. even like we never eat out here so it was like so then why are you suddenly doing it now that the show is back into production for season 5 so i feel like it was all kind of a performance to hide what was really going on yeah. behind closed doors because even when she's trying to open the wine cellar and you see him snapping at her she's like playing this like oh no don't talk to me like that like she's playing up this kind like of character the yeah Yes. And I think normally they probably bite at each other. Um, And I think he normally does snap at her, but I think she maybe, you know, I think they have that, that that cheeky kind of... Or not cheeky, but like that, you know, bitey kind of relationship. And I think, you know, you can tell he was over her. And I think from what he said over the weekend, like he's kind of... They've been done for a while. Yeah. Um,
2: And I mean, we got that snapping as, uh, you know, the nanny. Like, God, how awful (laughs) of like poor Illy timed um, broke her wrist. And he is, you know, telling her put her in an uber put her in an uber or lyft have someone go with her she just needs to go to the emergency room and lisa really wants to call nine one one. and i actually agreed with lenny on this i was like it makes more like i understand what he's saying the rationale makes sense like she's not having a heart attack
0: if her arm was hanging off that would be different (laughs) yeah but like she like fractured her wrist or broke her wrist give her
2: some ice put her in a lyft let's get back to dinner um yeah but like how he snapped at Lisa for like wanting to do more because her intentions were good too. Like she wanted to help this woman. So I just like it was that was also like a moment where we see Lenny like in a in a really dark light. And um, I had been listening to an interview with Alexia and um, Marisol uh, before we recorded today, and then I also just watched Watch What Happens Live with um larsa and lisa were on together and one of the things that adriana said in an interview not adriana i'm sorry marisol said in an interview was like lenny's always been rude like she said she was never she wasn't surprised with him talking to her like that she didn't have a good relationship with lenny larsa kind of said the same thing like i've always seen lenny kind of be mean and snappy and so like this is just like a, a a Part of their relationship, like you said, where it was probably they both bit back, I could see her biting back too, like she doesn't seem like a a wet like wet blanket in this whatsoever, but, yeah, I just i as I noted at the top, like i I don't love Lisa. she seems like a brat. she seems really snooty. I didn't like her last season. She's always upset about something. However, the way that lenny is making me go to bat for Lisa. I know. Like, I am I know. going to war. I am putting on the armor. I am ready to fight for this woman because this man and this hot mic moment, oh my gosh.
0: Awful, and the crazy part too is it's like he knows he's Mike. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Why do you think I'm whispering? I'm like, are you that dumb, Idiot. or is this like a Kelsey grammar, Camille grammar? Like, I'm leaving you on the show. I don't really care how it looks. Like, I just, I mean, you can tell he's definitely like so over her and so annoyed with her, and just like he can't be bothered by her. But I'm also like, but like you literally like are cheating on her and like don't want to sleep with her because he's afraid that that'll be like he's cheating on his mistress. And I'm just like, like, what is going on in his steroid brain right now that makes him think that this you know, midlife crisis is okay to treat your wife? As awful as she may be, you still can't treat her like that. She is
2: the mother of your two beautiful children. So let's get into this mic moment. So Lenny is talking to this Friend named Vito. We meet Vito. Lisa says hi He's to also him. Very hot. He's I'm very good looking. Like, hi, Vito. like yes. do you want to
0: join the show? Well, he, he Vito is... should date Lisa. Oh, he
2: should. As he mentioned, he is Scandal. single, which is how this whole thing comes up. I've, I don't know if Vito was married before in a serious relationship, but Vito tells Lenny, "You know, I'm about to be single, or I am single." And Lenny responds with, "Well, me too. I'm going to be single in like a couple of months, type of a thing." And Vito's like, what? And mind you also, this conversation is happening while their son is like a room over, like playing a video game. So like, in earshot of your child, you were talking about your wife like this. Disgusting. Anyways, so Vito goes ahead and is like, well, does she know? Like, have you guys talked about this? And Lenny says that him and Lisa talk about divorce all the time. And then Vito says, well... I don't want to see this happen. Like, this sucks. Like, I don't want to see this happen to you. And he, Lenny responds with, I do. Just I do. And then goes on to say that they aren't sleeping together. And the reason in which they are not sleeping together is because he doesn't want to be cheating on who he really cares about. When he said that, Zach, my mouth hit the floor, my eyes came out of my head. I said, is this man for real? I don't want to be cheating on the woman that I really care about. I'm sorry. What? Like, this is
0: your wife. This is somebody that you've committed to for a very long time. And this is also the mother of your children. She's going to be your family forever, whether you like her or not. Yeah. So the fact that he... And also the fact that he's so delusional that he thinks he's in love with this other younger woman as if she's not dating him for the same reasons Lisa started dating him, which is the money. Yes, and the I'm lifestyle. I'm pretty sure he was looking like... Like, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure he was looking like a snack back when Lisa first met him, too. For sure. And so now, listen... Homegirl has some daddy issues that she's trying to work through with you. So like, calm down. She's not that into you. She just likes you for your money and she probably needs to go to therapy and you're probably going to have to pay her therapy bill when she divorces you in years to come.
2: I mean, preach. I just couldn't believe that he said that. And again, to the note of... Being on that hot mic and his friend Vito very politely saying, aren't you still mic'd? And him thinking that he was whispering so that they weren't going to pick it up. Not how mics work, Lenny. Not how mics work. I mean... Not how mics work. No, it was it was sad. It was really heartbreaking. You, and you... I mean, I felt for Lisa in that moment. And again, like I said, it, like a a light switch, I jumped on Team Lisa right away. <laughs>
0: Immediately. But it also is interesting that he mentions that they've been talking about divorce for a while. Yeah. So, what? Because that does go back to show that maybe there have been conversations and she was trying to avoid that. And that's why you see her, you know, very strategically on camera saying, you know, his mom says that the Hoxtings don't get divorced.
2: Yes. And that raises me to while I was watching Watch What Happens live, I'm pretty sure. That was, uh, she said, two two days after the New Beginnings party, I believe she said, is when he told her they were getting divorced. Not, I want a divorce, but we're getting divorced. And basically, if you don't like it, you're going to have a front row seat to watching me date, is basically what he told her. Um, and...
0: So then she did know all of this at the the
2: pool party. She knew it at the pool party that he wanted to leave her, um... But I mean who she you know wanted to keep her marriage together and she was going to maybe try to fight for that marriage and for her family and for her lifestyle.
0: Like I do you think she's really fighting for the marriage and her family or is she just fighting to keep the lifestyle?
2: The lifestyle.
0: I mean, if I don't think she loves Lenny.
2: I think she loves him like you love the I father think she may of have your have children. Loved him. Yeah, like I yeah. I I think she is ha- like was happy in their life together because of the life that was provided of her. And that's pretty much what I like. kind of disliked of her in the previous season where it was like I could feel like she's more in love with the lifestyle more than she is with the life and the husband and whatnot. I think she loves her children and wants to have like a happy home seemingly for her children. Um, but I'm I'm not going to say all that to diminish... I'm sure like the extreme hurt and pain of what it, Right, what right, she's right, going right. through. And the embarrassment. And the embarrassment, like, yeah. The way
0: he did it is like consistently, I'm sure it hurts more now rather than it did when he initially was like, I want to leave you because he continues to twist the knife so many times after that it just, and he continues to embarrass her by parading the new girlfriend around and trying to make her leave the house and all of that. Like, it's just the way he's treating her now is I think just... Even worse. But I also feel like their marriage probably fell apart. I think it had to have started to crumble when the reality show went away because we saw them at the beginning. And I think they were happy at that point because they were both young and they, you know, both got to live this fun lifestyle and they didn't have any kids. And then they decide to have children. And you could just tell from the the earlier seasons of Miami, she wasn't that interested in being a mom. She always had the nannies around. Anytime she did have scenes with the kids, like she just didn't seem fully engaged. And I think once the show went around and she had to become a housewife, I think she started to spend more time with the kids and she started to fall in love with the role of being a mom because I think the Lisa, the mom version of Lisa we see on the show now is very different from what we saw of her when the kids were little on the show earlier. She just didn't seem to be attached to them very much. And now it definitely seems like she's built a strong motherly instinct that, you know, is very much in production for the kids. And I think the deeper she fell into that motherly role, she probably fell less into that...
2: Fun, hot wife. Trophy wife wife role role that
0: he liked. Yeah. You know, with the the lingerie parties and the, you know, the extravagance and stuff. So, I think their marriage has been... I think this has been coming for a long time and she was probably just in denial.
2: Oh, for sure. And I mean, Lenny is still being a disastrous, hot, garbage. garbage piece of shit and is going online. And I kind of wanted you to share some of the things that you saw that he posted on on social media um, where he's just like in those like comment sections just replying to people, which I think is like the low... Like when reality stars get into comment section fights with people, like you're already in a losing
1: war.
0: Listen, I have had... It's very hard to refrain, Chelsea. You get impulsive sometimes, and sometimes you get caught up in it. Um, not to defend any of the reality stories. <laughs> I love when they get messy on social media, but I'm just sometimes you get impulsive. Um, but so these are some of the comments that he was responding to people that were critiquing the way he's treating Lisa. Oh gosh. Which
2: how can you defend that? So, but let's hear it. Let's give it, let's give it a shot, right? Lenny.
0: So first we have Cecilia and Cecilia is like, Lisa is beautiful and you have two young children. It seems like you're the cliche of getting a younger woman, but your wife was beautiful and gave you two perfect kids. Wish you would find a way back to her. And he responded, I would rather be alone and loveless than ever be with Lisa.
2: Not alone and loveless.
0: Alone and loveless. He is ruthless and toothless. Oh my God. He is ruthless and toothless. He is. Um, And then he continues going on saying um, not exactly what I say is that I understand that she will never move on. And the only way is when a court rules on it unless you think I should give her the house. And that's in response to someone that was critiquing him having the court remove her from the house. And you should. Uh, You should give
2: her the house. And I...
0: You should give her the damn house. Yes. Give her the fucking house. You cheated on you cheated her. And on you her. have this younger girl. You can buy another yes. house. Give her the house with the view that has no where the mortgage. nanny broke her wrist. Yes, that has the mortgage. Yes, give her the house. She deserves the she house. She deserves the man. house. Yes, she does. Okay, and then Nikki jumps into the comments. Oh, uh, not and Nikki, Nikki is like, not Nikki. Nikki's like, sadly, we're watching your actions on TV. So it has nothing to do with what she accuses you of. You said that you didn't want to cheat on your mistress with your wife. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but that would have ripped my heart out for good. It's just sad that she had to be publicly humiliated yeah so i feel like these comments from people aren't bad they're not like you're garbage no. you're trash
2: it's it's a very they're, like rational they're in defense
0: of, of lisa but they're very rational yeah and so he responds to that i'm truly sorry for that but that moment was years in the making our marriage was long over and lisa didn't care i was just the useful idiot funding her lifestyle Not a
2: useful idiot like you you're not a fucking idiot like you knew what you were doing you,
0: yeah, you're a use- you're a useful douchebag.
2: Yes, ah, Lenny, 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 get off social media. Garbage, go hide in that hole. I
0: mean, we know it, Lisa. When you hang out with garbage, you start to stink. So now she can get some Febreze and have a fresh stink-free life
2: yes she can <laughs> i love it i mean i'm i'm zach i'm looking forward to this season like we set off the top like if these four episodes are any indication like we are in for a treat and we get all of this lenny and lisa drama it seems um and i'm looking forward to it i think it's going to be a fabulous season and even more so i'm looking forward to talking about it with you
0: I know. I'm excited. The season looks great. I can't wait till we find out about Lisa and Larza rolling up into the club and ready to, you know, beat her up the way Chloe beat up Lamar's hooker in the hotel room.
2: Yes, there's some bows. I'm here for it. Well, you guys, that was our recaps of episodes one through four of The Real Housewives of Miami on Peacock. We will be here every Tuesday following and recapping each episode now i believe they're doing weekly releases so we will be uh recapping one episode at a time um i am chelsea stark jones and zach this is zach peter zach where can everyone find you
0: um at just plain zach all over the internet
2: awesome well thanks guys for recapping with us and we look forward to seeing you next week